Prepare the way of the Lord in the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. We're living in a time where the spiritual and the temporal seem to clash a lot. I'll say that again. We're living in a time, in an era, where the spiritual and the temporal seem to clash. Our time between Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's has us spread out mentally, physically, and spiritually, spread out all over the map. We're observing Advent at church, but we hear Christmas carols wherever we go. Some which ask, do you hear what I hear? Or others that project images of chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Or the whole heavenly host of angels singing, Christ is born in Bethlehem. While others, which seem to repeat a lot, are a bit off the wall, listening to singer Eartha Kitt pleading for Santa, baby. I want a yacht. And really, that's not a lot. Been an angel all year. Or how about a stocking with a duplex and blank checks? Just sign your X on the line. So where does this leave us? A wash in joy, exuberance? Or are we in some kind of vast wilderness? Our news that we hear lately isn't helping us sort through any of this either. More violence. More death. More false prayers and more terrorist threats. Racial tensions escalating. Religious tensions escalating. A refugee crisis on a massive scale. And even this week for us, a loss of another beloved parishioner, Ms. Michael Cochise Young. The tumultuous times that we live in aren't revealing any kind of answers to us. We're searching. We're yearning for something better. Just as we observe Advent in church, our world is experiencing a longing for hope. We want to have hope. We're longing for something greater, for something in which we can find all of ourselves bound together under a unifying element of love and peace. This year, our society is really experiencing an advent of sorts. Sure, most people don't name it that way, but the expectation for something greater is there. We're in an advent season for real. And John the Baptist is right there with us. He's out along the Jordan River in the middle of a vast desert at a certain place, at a certain time, in a corner of the Roman Empire. And what happens? The word of God came to John, son of Zechariah in the wilderness. And that word of God lit a fire under John, proclaiming a baptism of repentance and forgiveness, calling forth this inbreaking of a new way to be, a new reality, a new power that God was about to unleash upon all creation, 
God himself becoming human and dwelling with us here now. But how was that heard? Could people even understand? Would you or I have even understood? Do we now? In the fourth century, Augustine called John the Baptist the bridge. A bridge between an old world order and a new one. Someone that takes the traditions of the old and receives the word of God as a new prophet and points to new things. Right before our reading today, John's father, named Zechariah, was a priest in the temple in Jerusalem. He's mysteriously struck, and he can't talk until the story tells us that he names his son John, and then he proclaims this great prophecy that we just sang about before the gospel today. It's often called the Song of Zechariah. It's almost a sermon in and of itself. Again, pointing how the spiritual order of the world is about to act boldly and redeem a temporal world that desperately needs a Savior. A Savior that rescues us from those who hate us, gives us knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of our sins, and to shine on those who dwell in darkness and death to guide all of our feet into ways of peace. So where do we search for the inbreaking of God? That inbreaking that's really going to guide us into the way of peace. Do we seek our ways or do we seek God's ways? I think we're a bit spread out mentally and physically and spiritually when we're trying to answer that question. If you look around, every time a problem arises in our society, somebody has a solution. Someone thinks they know best. Or we're told, it's every man for himself. After all, we have to protect ourselves from them. Whoever them is. Or maybe we practice a practice known as numbing, where we numb out. Maybe we avoid. We avoid all of this. We don't want to talk about it. So we embark instead on a quest to acquire a present under the tree for me. A yacht. Not a lot. A 54 convertible to light blue. You get what I'm saying. The things temporal and the things spiritual are clashing. We see this everywhere day to day. But John the Baptist, as a bridge, is pointing us to something that's going to ultimately heal this, that's going to take away the clash and replace it with the salvation that actually lives among us. John is pointing to a reality where God will act, where we, as God's created, will be fused in our humanity with the very presence of God when God becomes us. The divine, the spiritual, and the human, the temporal, become united as one. United as one to realize an inbreaking of God where the peace of Christ 
passes all understanding and where we will truly see the salvation of our God in real time in the here and now. To help us see the competing factions in our world that clash, to see the struggle, the fighting, the warfare, the inequality, the economic disparity, the stratification between rich and poor and black and white and straight and gay, between people of various faiths or of no faith at all. And this season of Advent... We, along with John the Baptist, Advent points us forward to a time where all of this strife and where all of this conflict and all of this disequilibrium in the world will be made whole. It'll be healed, restored once and for all. This is a hope that we're invited into right now, for this season of Advent, and for our entire lives. To take the things we know that are in our life that are spiritual, and to take those things in our life that we know are temporal, and to recognize that tension, but to be the bridge, like John the Baptist, to be the bridge and to live into a hope where through the inbreaking of God through Jesus, we will proclaim the reality of healing, of wholeness and restoration that we will all someday witness. God's reign will completely reign upon us. This is our hope. The work has already begun. The prophecy from Zechariah through John has already opened the door for us. Christ has died Christ is risen. Christ will come again. And we watch, anticipate, and partner with God to do the work that we're given to do, to love and serve with gladness and singleness of heart from now until the end of our days. This is Advent. We're all a part of it. Christ is calling us to join him in living in hope guiding our feet every day in all we do into the way of peace. We cannot delay because the world needs you to be followers of Christ, to be the people of God in the world now more than ever. The people of Trinity Cathedral are needed by God to bring peace and healing and restoration into the city of Phoenix in a big way, every day, without pause, without fear, but as a people united with God, who fused his very nature into our humanity. God needs us as agents to prepare the way of the Lord. The time is now. The time is now for us to be like John the Baptist, and to be a bridge.